If you have thyroid eye disease and the bags under your eyes are looking more like purses, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Tea with Tash podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous week so far. I know it's kind of been dark and gray and dingy. Um, but it's also sweater weather, so don't be too sad because you can wear all your cute sweaters, all your cute sweatsuits, bring on sweater weather, fall weather, super puffs, everything. Bring on the season. Um, I am so excited for you guys to hear this podcast. One, because this is my very first in-person live podcast. Um, Sydney from theworkinggirl.ca was so gracious to be all for an in-person podcast and I was just so thrilled to set it up and have that in-person chemistry because as beautiful as Zoom is to have people from New York and New Jersey and California and I've spoken to people from Australia who want to do podcasts and stuff like that it's so different to have them in person and the chemistry is just way better um I'm so grateful for all my guests. I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I'm like, but that energy is so cool. And on the flip side of that, Sydney was by far the coolest person to podcast with. She was real. I actually had a very cool conversation with her after we had finished recording. Um, Just being genuine and giving me some tips and tricks and um, chatting with her about what I had coming up and, um, she was just so, so nice for people who are not in any sort of like social media business, such as podcasting or influencing. Um, it's hard. We know we spoke about it on the podcast and you guys will listen to that here, but it is so difficult, not difficult. It's just frustrating sometimes when you have a goal and it's, there's so many steps to get there and if it was easy everybody would do it which is why I don't know a lot of other people who have a podcast I mean obviously the big people who are on big platforms but for myself and I don't know a lot of people because it's not easy it's hard to set up guests it's hard to set up in this case a studio or have a space and make sure in these COVID times that you're socially distant And thankfully, it was just us two. We were socially distant, so it was beautifully set up. But it's just, this business is different. And because it's so new, you have to constantly adjust. And you have to constantly think about your next idea. And people notice when you don't have ideas. And as a, I I would think, creative person, it's so hard to come up with ideas. I mean, I barely know what I'm doing tomorrow for lunch never mind what I'm gonna plan for next week's podcast you know um but anyways I was just so grateful to podcast with Sydney to know Sydney um I would consider you a friend now Sydney we're cool um and yeah I'm just really excited for you guys to hear this episode so we're gonna take a quick break and then go right into the tea of the week Right, you guys, thanks for the quick break. We're going to get right into the tea of the week. First story, Bethany and her boyfriend, I can't even tell you his name. That's how irrelevant I think this guy is, um, of two years are splitting up, which totally sucks because this was the first guy that she had been with after Dennis. And for those who watch um, Housewives, I know I talk about it all the freaking time and I have at least one Housewife story every week because I love them. If you don't like it too bad, don't listen. Um... But if you guys know Real Housewives of New York, Bethany has been through so much with marrying Jason and still married to him. They're not even divorced yet to being engaged with Dennis. And unfortunately, Dennis passed. And this guy is the first guy that she's been with since Dennis passed, which oddly, I'm looking at his picture right now, kind of looks a little Jason Hoppy-ish. And for those of you who don't know who Jason Hoppy is, he's a fucking psycho. Um, If there is anybody who I think 
genuinely should probably rot in hell, it should probably be him. He's put this woman through so much, and anybody who gives a woman that hard of a time with a divorce and your kid and all the bullshit, like, you have some serious issues. Um, but I'm sad for Bethany because I'm sure as a Real Housewives fan and stand, um, and those who have watched this show, of course, Bethany is so iconic and genuine and real as fuck. And you just want nothing more than for her to find someone who she can be with and love and all that jazz. So I'm really sad for her that this happened. But you know what? One door closes and a window opens. So you never know. I'm excited to see what she does next. Story number two. Okay, kind of Housewives related. Again, sorry if you guys don't like it. Skip to the interview. Um, Paul Nassif, who used to be married to... Adrian, she was on Housewives of Beverly Hills. They were divorced, or they are divorced. He married um, wife Brittany last year, and they announced earlier in the year that they were pregnant, and they finally welcomed their little baby girl into the world. Again, I know a lot about these people. Um, Paul was also on a show called Botched, where he helped fix people's bad plastic surgery. And on the show, you see that him and Adrian actually have all boys. So I'm sure for him, it's so nice to have a girl and to have that little... I'm sure this is his last child. I don't even know how old he is. He's definitely in his 50s, but God bless him. Um, his wife is beautiful. I'm sure this baby is going to be absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I'm so excited to see baby pictures once those come out. Um, not a long story. It's just I thought we needed some good in the world. And what better good news in the world than a baby? Right? Oh my god, you guys, I'm sorry. I literally picked every housewife story this week. Cynthia Bailey from The Real Housewives of Atlanta is married in a beautiful, beautiful wedding dress. I mean, so Cynthia of her. Um, in her first wedding, she wore this stunning black with short hair. She was just so chic. Um, but this is beyond that elegant and beautiful. 56% um, of you guys said it wasn't for for me, it wasn't for you. Um, I think it's absolutely stunning, and it's very Cynthia. Um, I'm sure with wedding dresses, you want something that screams your name, and this screams Cynthia Bailey. Some things that I've heard about this wedding is, one, there was 250 people at this wedding in Atlanta. And from what I've been hearing is there are certain places in the States that um, are not as strict on having rules like we do here in Vancouver slash Canada. And I find that a little bit infuriating because I can't even imagine, I hope they didn't have any COVID cases from this wedding because it just looked absolutely stunning and you wouldn't want anything to tear that down. But 250 people in the middle of a global pandemic like is a little bit much, I think. Um, but aside from that, she looked absolutely stunning. I'm sure it's going to be on the new season of Real Housewives of Atlanta and I can't fucking wait because her last wedding was on the a season. So I'm sure this wedding is going to be 10 times better. Oh, maybe it won't be on the season. Cause I was actually just listening to another podcast, which shocker, it's about housewives. And, um, they said that because there were so many people, I don't think the crew and the producers went because there were so many people and they didn't want to put their team at risk for when they do start the new season. Makes sense. Last story, and I'm genuinely pissed off about this story, I'm not going to lie. John Cena ties the knot with some girl who's not Nikki Bella. Okay? Justice for Nikki Bella because all she wanted was to marry this guy and he totally fucked her. Sorry. He didn't want kids. He didn't want to get married. Like, completely stripped her of everything that she wanted. Within reason. I'm not saying that he was you know, in an aggressive, abusive way, but he just didn't want it. And she did. And I'm, I don't even care about, not that I don't care about this story, but it, I chose this story because it angered me so much because I've watched Total Bellas and just to see them two together were so cute. And when he proposed, it was beautiful. And then for all of that to go to shit and they're not together, but now she's engaged and had a baby and now he's married. Like, it's so weird. Like if I was her sister, I would beat the shit out of this guy. I don't know. Anyway, she's cute, I guess. I don't really have much to say. I'm kind of pissed off about this. I'm kind of pissed off at him. Like, why would you do that? Is he, you 
like said on this show that you were completely jaded from being married and then you you got married but I guess like love changes things I don't know but I thought you loved Nikki Bella and justice for Nikki Bella that's all I have to say about that dramatic pause today's guest is a social media influencer and the ultimate working girl Sydney was born and raised in Vancouver. She started her blog as a university requirement and later continuing calling it theworkinggirl.ca. Her blog shares personal experiences, everyday style and beauty, product recommendations, and simple ways to refresh your space, all with a realistic and attainable approach anyone can follow. While she firmly believes that you can build a life to be proud of without having to go overboard or over budget, please welcome Sydney from theworkinggirl.ca. Welcome, Sydney, to the Team Attached podcast. Thank you for being my very first in-person guest um, that is not related to me. My mom, my brother, everybody else has been on the podcast that physically lives in my home. Um, and to any, anybody who's wondering, we are socially distant. We are. <laughs> um, and I appreciate you coming out here because um, as a podcaster, it's very difficult to get guests. And I find that's the hardest part, especially in person. And I love that you were so for the in-person guests. So thank you so much. And I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Um, I want you to start off by telling us a little bit about you and just how you, how come you're here <laughs> kind of thing. Wow, that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question, I know. Where should I start? Way, way back? Yeah, just start with like who you are, what you're doing, tell us all so everything. So I'm Sydney Sophias. My last name is Spanish. No one can pronounce it. I thought it was Greek. No, it's Spanish. I love it. But yeah. My husband can't even speak Spanish, so that's the funny part that's about fair. it. Um, I started blogging in university. Wow. I have a lifestyle blog called theworkinggirl.ca, and I kind of just share a lot of my personal experiences, things that I'm trying and loving, things that I'm buying, mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot of fun, and it's kind of been ever-evolving, and we are going through a lot of changes this year, which is really exciting, so next year should be a really good one for me and the and the blog but yeah I to go back like I first started blogging when I was in university as part of a requirement for a class well wow. what are the chances of that I know from there to here so far that's crazy well this was back in like 2011 2012 I think and I was doing my marketing degree which was a big focus on social media so totally. Part of that course was to, like, create a personal brand through a blog and then just kind of, like, demonstrate how you're promoting yourself and your personal brand through all these different social platforms. Right. So that's kind of where it started. And then I basically did that for the semester. And then I was doing the practicum, like, final portion of my degree. So Mm -hmm. I actually put that blog on the back burner. And finished my degree, and then once I graduated, I got hired on by an ad agency in Nealtown cool. in Vancouver, which was very exciting. I kind of thought that was, like, my be-all, end-all. Um, I always have been extremely focused on, like, my career mm-hmm. and where I wanted to go and, like, building and climbing up that ladder. I wasn't entirely sure what that looked like. So I got hired on there, and at that time... I knew that I wanted to be in business and marketing, but I wasn't really sure what that looked like. I also quickly kind of realized that maybe an agency side of things isn't where I was going to be forever, although there was so much to learn there and so much that I've brought to what I do now, which is great. But I decided to kind of take that school project. Um, I called my friend. I got her to help me with the design. We We got like a free template. Yeah. I literally invested no money. That's what I've and done, And to this day, actually, I, ha- I have a new website in development right now, and that's, like, the only money that I've really put into this Yeah. seven years later. So that just goes to show you that you can start from scratch. You don't need anything totally. fancy at all. Um, but, yeah, we rebranded that little school blog project, and then I created The Working Girl, And I had no direction for that at all. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just kind of happy to do it. Mm -hmm. It was purely a hobby and something that I could do to kind of like blend what I was learning, blend my passions of like clothes and fashion and interior design. I thought 
I was gonna be an interior designer at one point. Okay. So it was just kind of a way to like encapsulate all of these different interests into one platform. And I guess what I was thinking with that at the time, this was 2014 when I launched that, I was working at an ad, agen- ad agency and I just kind of figured, you know what, if I'm not gonna be here forever, at least I can kind of like work on this mm-hmm. digital resume, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that will kind of be like my online sort of hustle portfolio that I could kind of like take with me if I wanted to go somewhere else. I kind of saw myself being in the social space. So that kind of was what happened. And then I was at the ad agency for almost three years. And in that time, I was seeing that like blogging was becoming sort of a thing where you could Mm -hmm. make money, money and you could monetize and... I was starting to see girls in the States and in Europe and like a handful maybe in Canada that were doing this. And so I kind of just had that in the back of my head. And while I was working there, I'd gotten some opportunities to be paid. So I was really experimenting. And then in 2015, I quit my job and decided to do this full time right before I got married. Fabulous was like timing. a one. <laughs> no, but that's kind of me, so yeah, it's I'm all the same. Out. I'm the same. Yeah. Well, we have the same fashion because we're wearing the same jacket. We're both wearing the jacket from Aritzia. I like that pattern. Thanks. I've only ever seen this one, which is how why did you I, get that one? Because I one had was to on... pre-order. I pre-ordered this in May. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and I, I got it in say. July. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But I, I like it. that color too. I might need. I need yeah, both. I have ordered that one. Well, I like that it was something of a hobby, which is kind of what I like about my podcast, too, is it's my mm. creative outlet. And it's something that I'm hoping to be a little bit bigger. Like, I'm not being like, oh, my God, I need to be the skinny confidential, but I would love yeah. to be the skinny confidential. But that's it's so much harder than everybody thinks. It is. I think you genuinely need to be obsessed with yeah. what you're doing. Totally. Otherwise, yeah, it's like... If I were to look now, like, seven years in and be like, oh, my God, you know, I, I, I could be very upset with not getting as far as maybe I want to be of in course. that time. Yeah. But it is it is so hard. And it, it is, is so hard. It is a full-time job. Yeah. And it's ever-evolving, like I was saying, and it's ever-changing. And because it's yourself, like... Yeah, you have to adjust. You're too. naturally going to evolve and adjust yeah. and pivot as you go along. Yeah, and it's just kind of. And that's what I find the hardest too is that when I have guests, like, what are they doing and how do they do it? And everybody does it so differently that like you can't follow one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like take a little bit from this person, a little bit from you, and a little bit from her, and make your yeah, own kind exactly. of. I think that's why it takes so, so many long. years to yeah. really like. I know for myself, it's taken me many years mm-hmm. to figure out like how I want to speak like in writing on the blog how do I want to come through on the page how do I want my imagery to like to feel on the other side there's a lot more that goes into it and I think like as you evolve you're always tweaking and changing and that's kind of the part that no one really sees yeah and that's the hard part even with podcasting I find that it's hard to come up with content it's hard to come up with like um god bless my social media girl she (laughs) Tash, I love you. Like, she... And the fact that we have the same name is always really funny to me. Um, And a lot of people... She told me, like, a lot of friends thought she was starting a podcast, but it's just because we have the same name. Um, But she saves my life because I could not do one single thing on my Instagram. I'm a normal Instagram girl where I just post, like, my one or two photos a year (laughs) with a plain caption, maybe a little heart with a picture of my boyfriend, and that's it. Or, like, my dog. And it's so much more than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, even posting questions and stuff, like, we'll get into that later. But it's just so much bigger than I thought it was. Like, I thought this podcast was just going to be simple. Okay, yeah. have people come in, no problem, ask them questions. But you forget that you have to come up with the questions. Yeah. You forget that you have to figure out how you're going to do everything. And that's been my biggest adjustment is, okay, well, thankfully, you wanted to in person. How do I get there? How do we do this? Where do I do it? Yeah. Thankfully, here at the Fountainhead Network, they... Um, <laughs> help me set all that stuff up and they have a beautiful space here for me 
Um, but it's not as easy as everybody yeah. thinks. They think it's just like, oh, you want to be an Instagram girl? Just post all where all your stuff from Aritzia. It's like, no, it's For not. Sure. It's Thank not you. that hard. It's not that. Fr- like, come on. It's like a juggling act. I feel like. Yeah. And so like you finally get like the two balls going, yeah. and then you got three balls and four balls, oh and you gotta God. keep them in the, the air. air. Yeah. And I find sometimes I'm like, oh, that one almost touched the ground, but like yeah. you just run and grab it it's also just learning too totally and we've gotten so many questions for you on my instagram amazing first question is um when did you make the decision to become a full-time influencer so obviously you said that was right before your wedding but what was that like moment like for you that like i'm gonna quit my job and this is how it's gonna go like how did your fiance feel at the time about that because that was another question we got is how did he feel about that He's always been super supportive. I, I think yeah. one of the things with me is that I'm very, like I said, I've always been very career driven. I always knew that I wanted to have a big career. Mm-hmm. I always knew that I wanted to build something. I think for me, that's kind of like the addiction of it is like yeah. building it for myself, by myself. Um, but he has always known that about me. So yeah. I don't think he was entirely shocked when I planted the seed in his mind you're like i'm going bye-bye <laughs> i think he's just like go for it you know yeah. and like luckily we've both been very like conscious of saving money and we don't spend like i know i get a lot of clothing gifted mm-hmm. and stuff but we don't spend like a ton we're not very frivolous yeah um we don't need a lot of things so we just had to kind of make adjustments in the beginning because obviously there's many years in blogging where you don't make any money 100%, at all. Yeah. So he was very good about understanding that and kind of understanding that this is a totally new landscape for me and for like the industry entirely. So there was no like notebook that shares how to do this and be yeah. a success. There's yeah. no there's no like guidebook telling you you know, instruction manual, how to make money. So you just, it's one of those things where you kind of just have to take the leap and having somebody there to support me was obviously, I I could not have done it without his support. I think it would have been really challenging. Yeah. My boyfriend's the same. So we're both very lucky. And he was the one who showed me podcasts in the beginning. He's like, find a podcast. My first podcast I ever listened to was one about housewives Mm -hmm. and it's called bitch sesh. And it's so funny. (laughs) And it's, literally something that I look forward to every Friday to listen to and when I told him that that's what I was thinking of he's like why not what do you have to lose yeah like you need one microphone and your computer and you're done and there's so much opportunity so it's like do it now and put in that time yeah and like on top of it I mean I work full-time as well so I just try and balance everything yeah um, but how did your parents feel about it too? Like quitting your job that you like had gone to school for or something? Because my mm. parents are very old school, and like my mom was like podcasting. What the hell is that? Like <laughs> she had yeah. no idea. And then when she came on, she found that she also loved it. And I was like, "Hey, mom, uh, this is move over, yeah. mom." <laughs> I still think they don't entirely understand everything that's involved. Yeah, but I think that's normal. I mean, they're very supportive, and yeah. Again, I don't think they were that shocked. Oh, yeah? yeah? My mom was like, what are you doing? Oh well. well, they were like, are you sure? Like, you yeah. want to throw away your big, fancy jobs for that? <laughs> like, are you going to be able to sustain this when you're 50 yeah. or whatever? But I just feel like there's so much opportunity that goes totally. way, way, way beyond the typical, like, Instagram yeah. ads. Like, that's not my end game at at all like that's I need to make money somehow so that's yeah. great and I would never steer my audience wrong in that of course but that's not the end game I think there's so much more opportunity beyond beyond just Instagram yeah I agree with you um next question is what tips do you have for new bloggers who want to make a career out of it mm, I always say just to start but I think like setting yourself up with some sort of consistency, mm-hmm. even if it's like one blog post a week or yeah. every other week, just kind of like starting small and like building because like we were just talking about, it takes mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Well, it took me years to like build my blog to right. get it consistent where I'm consistently posting like two to three times a week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that takes time. So yeah, because you need the content you need, especially I find for Instagram is the hardest because you need a picture to post or a video to post with it. And your mm-hmm. hair's not always going to look perfect. That's and the other thing. You there's know, so many little there's things so that many go little into things. it. And I think that it's just, it's important to not feel overwhelmed. No one, no new 
what they were doing when they started. 100%. Like, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. Yeah. So you just kind of have to, like, figure it out as you go. But I think if you start, figure out what you're passionate about writing about, and then and then it'll kind of, like, come as you go. You'll figure out what imagery you want to do and what your style is, and you'll just keep practicing and you'll get better. So it's that easy, everybody. It really it's simple, that easy, it's everyone. Just just start, okay? But you gotta get going. But you gotta put the work in. That's yeah. I find even prepping for podcasts. Like I do it every night before I go to bed. Yeah. And I just spend like a couple hours and just. Oh, one other thing I would say to new bloggers or somebody who wants to become a blogger for a career, I I think being a really supportive voice online for people that you like in the space that you listen to your friends or people that you're aspiring to be like I think it it helps to like leave your mark on there so if you're going on their page and they have a huge following you're going to be there to show your support but you're also going to leave your kind of stamp within that thread right which other people are going to see so it's like a little trick for for growth but I think it's super important to build your relationships because Mm -hmm. a lot of this business especially when it comes to getting paid and doing like paid partnerships right is it goes back to the relationship and like you building that trust with that brand or that agency totally and they're gonna want to work with you because you have so many people to work with yeah and you would be yeah you just never know right you never know um following that the next question I have from another Instagram is how does one profit from being a You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just $25 a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Obviously that's from brands mostly, I would assume, right? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that bloggers get paid. Um, so I'm speaking more on like how I know I get paid. <laughs> yeah. I think like the, it gets kind of blurry when we talk about like bloggers versus creators versus youtuber youtubers yeah. because there's like different ways to get paid. god i can't even imagine yeah youtube but this is like we get paid by doing paid sponsorships so like the sponsored ads that you see yeah um we get paid through affiliate links like like to know it so like, yeah where did you get your that's jacket? a good one yeah. here's the link i use that most bloggers um, earn a very small portion mm-hmm. of commission on that, but yeah. they do earn something. Um, other things are doing like capsule collections. I've done, a f- I think, four capsule collections in my seven years, and basically creating like a limited edition exclusive line with another brand, right. where like they're kind of handling the manufacturing and all that, yeah, and, you and just you're handling handling design and yeah. marketing. Um, that's kind of a way to make money as well. So you would sell out. Like we've had, we did a jewelry capsule last year. We sold out a few times and ended up bringing, bringing it back and nice. back and back. It's finally gone now, but <laughs> another way to make money. There's tons of ways to make money. Yeah. What is like one of your favorite brands that you've worked with? If you have one or a couple of I them. I have a lot of favorites. Um, a lot of beauty brands I love, like Wander Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, that was founded by an ex secret model who's now a new mom and she's like gone off and made this clean brand there's so many brands um i i'm just interested in working with partners who are thinking about this on like a long-term wavelength like i'm interested in building long-term relationships so i want to when i work with a brand i want to work with them throughout the year yeah i am not really too fond of just doing like one random ad post here and there yeah yeah it's just not for me I Mm -hmm. get it but it's just not for me and so most of the brands that you see that I share on Instagram or on my blog you'll see like I've been sharing them for years if not throughout the whole year so it's it's but like you said that relationship is so important and like I myself am I would consider myself a very loyal person so if I like Mm -hmm. something I stick with it until the end of time I will never change that portion of whatever it is in my life yeah and that's also huge like you don't see stuff like that very often I was was like oh my god she's always posting about wander beauty and it's like well because she likes the brand she believes in it that's Mm -hmm. what you want as an influencer and I feel like sometimes on a viewer point it's 
hard to be like, oh my god, she posted about it again. It's like some people post about it all the time, yeah, whereas like yours much. are very spaced out and like well put. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think of what annoys me when I see yeah. other people. And exactly. I try not to do this. Yeah, and that's like the thing I have issues with social media because I don't post a lot of like videos and stuff of myself where it's like my partner's like Tash you need to start taking pictures of yourself or we need to do something because you need to be on this brand it's your name on there I'm yeah. like I know but I'm not ready she's like I don't care <laughs> like you need to start showing your face because it's part of your brand people will make relationships with you not with your cartoon person on your podcast like yeah <laughs> and I think it's nice when brand like I think this is where my a- advertising experience comes in handy is like I I'm happy to like create those relationships and yeah seeing the other side of it kind of helps too totally um next question is tips for getting in touch with brands to sponsor you mm-hmm. like do you have you ever reached out to brands and like if so how did you do that I've been really lucky in terms right do you mean in general I think I think it's just page? I think it's just in general with brands to sponsor you so I'm guessing this person wants to reach out to brands yeah, I think... To have them sponsor them. At the end of the day, like, you want to focus on the relationship and, mm-hmm. like, know that the money will come later. Totally. Um, I think if you go into it thinking about money. for money, yeah. I think you're going to get hard now. And, yeah. like, you might get no's along the way. I've gotten plenty 100%. of no's, and that's yeah. not the problem. But I think, like, if you're showing that you're, you genuinely really love the product or the brand or yeah. what the brand stands for and you genuinely are reaching out and trying to build that long-term relationship mm-hmm. they'll probably send you something you can test it out yeah again it's like building a relationship yeah. just like exactly. in any other job things don't happen overnight mm-hmm. so you need to figure out ways to show that brand that you're invested and that they can in turn invest in you and also like if you like a brand and you want to work with that brand show them some love on social media totally or go and review their products or go and review their youtube video whatever it is Mm -hmm. just kind of like put your name on there and show your support trying to get their get their attention a little bit it's one thing to send an email but it's another thing to really have that 360 like yeah i am here for this that's a good idea i never even thought of that (laughs) (laughs) um flipping over to maybe your style more um this person says i love your style what would be your three favorite places to shop Mm, Aritzia is one of them. <laughs> I love Aritzia. Um, I like Shopbop because I love their like I love what they carry. I find them a little bit pricey. Yeah, they are having a huge sale right now though, mm. so I'm gonna Hashtag put all F. of my <laughs> I'm gonna put all of my picks on the blog. But yeah, um, I love Aritzia. Is that a website, Shopbop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have really really cute stuff. What's another one? Oh, Zara. I love. Yeah. So many. I am a big athleisure person. Though. Oh my god! Like, Th- thank God that COVID. you said that. Yeah, I've always been COVID. like a leggings, joggers, runners. COVID kind has of girl. not changed me. Like this is like more, this is this it. Is like this it. is it. Right. Yeah, these pants are actually... like leather joggers from Zara. They were like thirty bucks. This is like the best thirty dollars I ever spent. <laughs> I wear them with like high waisted. I wear them high waisted. I wear them tucked in. I wear them like just as pants. They're just yeah. so versatile. And then with runners, I just I can't oh, wear. God. I haven't worn heels. I don't even know the last. I don't think I've worn heels since like March. One other brand I love, obsessed. I wear their stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brunette the label. I love them. I have a couple of their sweatshirts. Super comfortable. I live in their hoodies. Like live. I really want. This is the shirt. Is it? It's so cute. Yeah, they have some really cute stuff. I really want their. um, I was just looking at their. Oh my gosh, what's it called? Their Juicy Couture tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has this really funny tradition where my uncle always wears a velour tracksuit to Christmas, oh any God. holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas. If it's like a really big family event, like a birthday or dinner, he wears a velour tracksuit because he knows he's gonna eat. Oh my God! And yes. we were just t- like the Boca tracksuit, except now he wears an Adidas one because you know he's gotta level up. Um, but we were talking at Christmas, we're like. We're all going to wear velour tracksuits. Like, I don't care what I have to do to find one. And I found the Juicy Couture one. I'm like, oh, my God, that is so freaking cute. And I then with, think I have my old Juicies. I never I, had I, one. Oh, I had many. I never had one. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I knew they were really big when I was in high school, and then I just never wore them. I was a big Lululemon girl, so Juicy was, like, that yeah. terry cloth, or it was, like, the velour. Oh, yeah. 
and I would like sweat like crazy. I swear if I had one, and I'm sure that when I do buy that juicy one, I love it. Um, with the brunette, the label down the side, I will probably sweat in it, but it will be the best sweat. And ever. we will be waiting for your Instagram photo. Oh, absolutely. So. There's gonna be a family photo for sure. Like the whole family showed up. My aunt and her kids and her husband showed up in like all velour tracksuits, different colors, and just like showed up to Thanksgiving. Like, let's eat. Like, that's the kind of vibe I'm looking for. <laughs> There's, like, I can't. I can't be caught dead in a pair of jeans. I haven't worn jeans in, like... Oh, my God. I swear to God, last Christmas. I swear. Uh, yeah. Like, no. no. I'm not into it. I can't be bothered with, like... I just can't. It just <laughs> bothers me. It bothers me so much. I actually had to sell my Aritzia leather leggings because they did not stretch. Oh, my God. The first pair I bought stretched. This is a really funny story. The first pair I bought stretched. So much so that I needed to buy a new pair because they were too big. So I sold them. Facebook Marketplace, whatever. <laughs> then I bought the same size in the short leggings because I'm short. I'm like 5'1". Mm -hmm. I'm not very tall. And they did not stretch at all. I'm like, oh my god, I can't breathe in these pants. They're so cute, but I can't fucking breathe. And then I sold them again because I just could not be bothered. And I found oh the perfect god. ones at Garage. Okay? It's not, oh, there you go. It's not always Aritzia, everyone. <laughs> it's not... These, these leather pants from Zara are a quarter of the price of the ones at Aritzia. I know, but the only thing is... But Aritzia's got such amazing Aritzia, quality. Yeah, the quality, and that's mm -hmm. like Brunette's label, is like totally. you pay a little bit more, mm -hmm. but I know that Miriam spends so much time yeah, putting sourcing in, her yeah. materials so that the, they last. I want her as a guest one day. You... Done. I think she would... She'd I, love, I'm I sure think she would love she'd be so cool to have on just like business and stuff oh like God. I'm not a business person I don't consider my podcast a business I just consider it as a passion project and something I like to do mm -hmm. um, which I don't make any money off of yet 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 and I put it out there I put it out there I was actually just talking to a girl um, who's like really into um, meditation bees and stuff and she was talking about the new moon or mm -hmm. full moon and she's like great time to meditate like put yeah. stuff out there and I like I was sitting in my room, I'm like, listen, this is what I want, okay? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's a real thing. It totally, it's so crazy. Honestly. And I just, I'm also a huge believer in, like, when one door closes, another oh, one opens. Absolutely. And, like, recently I've been going through, like, such a transition at work where I've, like, applied for things and just it hasn't happened. And I'm like, maybe mm -hmm. this is my chance to, like, just work on this podcast and just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And something big will happen. Oh, like, yeah. I'm such a big believer in it. 100%. So, I'm just like fingers crossed like Italians are very superstitious so I'm like e like in our little <laughs> hand movements and gestures and my friends think I'm crazy but no anyways sorry to go off on a You're tangent there um yeah. one of your favorite places in Vancouver slash most Instagrammable place to eat walk etc that's a loaded question <laughs> so your favorite everything <laughs> um, to eat I love Kokomo Ooh, they have that? a few different locations downtown one in North End, it's all plant-based it's super healthy, super yummy. Um, I love Cafe Medina for mm. their waffles. Yes. And chocolate sauce. So good. Um, what else? I'm a big breakfast person. Yeah, so good. I don't like to make breakfast, but I like to go out for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I love Taco Fino, too. I just went for the first time last year. Um, one of my good friends and I went to the Caitlin Bristow podcast, oh, like yeah. podcast store that she had downtown, and we went there before. Again, wearing those leather pants, I could not oh, breathe. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I could not breathe, but they were so good. They have the best nachos ever. Oh, I don't and think Hugo's Mexican is also really, really Where's good. Where's that one? They have one in Richmond and one in Langley, I think. Yeah. It's really good for two of two. So I guess, like, the basis of this question is your most Instagrammable places. Insta yeah, these are all Instagrammable. They're all? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I might have to take your tips on that one. My social media girls just like, just get some pictures of you. I'm so sick of looking at your stupid little, like, your <laughs> logo. Get some pictures of you. I'm like, okay, I'm trying. <laughs> on your podcast? Yeah, because on my Instagram, she, yeah. um, she when we met for our last meeting, she's like, we need more of you, your actual face. And then that Saturday, I did, like, my first, like, Instagram, like, story video of my face. And mm -hmm. she's like, see, was that so hard? I'm like, did you see how many videos I just sent you? I just sent you 12 videos. I know. It's a practice. <laughs> it, it totally a is. a long time. And it's funny for me because I'm not generally a nervous person. And, like, I'm very open. Like, we yeah. just met and I'm just, like, chilling. But 
something about being on the like on this platform is so awkward i can't figure it out like people are staring at me in my car and i guess i have a filter leave me alone it's not a normal life (laughs) by any means (laughs) it's really not um this next question is good and i actually would have asked you this if this person didn't ask before but how do you find balance with your work life and your home life Hmm. that is a very good question (laughs) they're kind of like one and the same Mm -hmm. i feel like I don't know. It's kind of weird for me because my brand is like a personal brand. I feel like it kind of doesn't stop. Right. But I do try to put like limitations on the phone. Like, yeah. I make dinner every night mm-hmm. for my husband and I. When he gets home from work, like around like 4.30 ish, I'll like put my phone down. Yeah. I'll like tidy up the house. I'll make dinner. We sit down. We have dinner. I usually will work after like we've watched the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I try to have like of hours at least together every yeah. day where we're like not on our phones, phones i know that's my biggest problem my like, biggest problem i'm just i i'm just like so excited about building everything that and all these like little tiny things that probably no one else sees but yeah, of course i just like could spend every minute like doing that totally so i have to <laughs> i have to watch it a little bit but i don't know i think we do pretty good i try Yeah, I find my phone is a big issue, especially because there's so much going on, like, messages or DMs or emails or, like, this person, like, I actually had a guest not show up for, like, our Zoom meeting, Mm -hmm. which was so disappointing, Um, and I was like, that's, like, time that I could have used to prepare for another thing or do other things, and I just find, like, stuff like that, like, irks the crap out of me, because I'm like, I was so excited for this one and like now I have to reschedule it and like whatever I, know. I mean this person was not feeling well so I totally get it but I was like oh you're constantly putting out fires constantly yeah. and I find as a new ish person like on mm-hmm. podcasting and social media it's so much harder like yeah to reach out to people like you are great in responding to emails and stuff like I'm very well aware that not everybody will respond to me but I've had some really cool like people who have reached out to me where I was like oh my god you want to be on my podcast like okay sure <laughs> um like Hilay or Hilai um that we had her on last week she's like a spiritual love healer mm. and she's like I really want to come on your podcast like I feel like this is something I need to do and I'm like okay oh my god and I got like a two-part episode out of her and she was just so full of information like I've never seen anything like it to the point where like my zoom actually wouldn't work because she was like <laughs> there's so much energy here like I just oh can't my. get through it and because she was on new york time i had Mm. to get up like three hours earlier (laughs) so a couple times i woke up at like eight o'clock like my zoom would not even connect and it's connected with everybody else it was i tried going to my aunt's house to record i tried going to my boyfriend's house like it was just so aggressive that's why i didn't want to do that (laughs) thank you i seriously appreciate it because it's not easy being on zoom no i I can't i can't do it anymore see like think about all of the challenges that you're going through right now in light of covid and everything that's going on it's only gonna make you come out that much better because you've had to figure it out and like is not that easy i know everyone's like well you chose a really good time to start a podcast because everyone's home but yeah exactly like i and why not i literally started it i think the week before we went into lockdown oh my god like i put out my first episode and it was just me just chatting about what i was gonna do or how i was gonna do things or whatever and it was like a five minute episode i think and everyone was like oh my god we're going into lockdown and like all of a sudden my views went from like 70 to like 300 and i was like mm-hmm. holy because so no one else yeah. has anything to do and you're a really good example of like just starting, starting. And going for it yeah i was really nervous like i actually remember sitting at a friend's house and i was like what do you guys think and they were helping me make my first logo like the, the logo you see now is my second logo mm-hmm. Um, but the first logo, one of my good friends helped me make it and she was trying to help me find a name and it was so hard to find a name. Like the working girl is like .ca is perfect. Like oh, it's you. such a perfect little name. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do tequila with Tash. Cause I was like, I'm a big tequila girl. And yeah. like, no, that's I not going to love gonna... the T. The T. I th- it's very I think me. It's so I'm cute. a very like, I like to talk about things, whatever it is. Like today we're talking about social media influencers and stuff like that. And like the next will be like about these meditation beads that the lady I had last week like it's just so different and everybody's tea is different Mm -hmm. some tea's cold some tea's hot some tea's piping hot which is kind of nice because we have something for everybody 
something for everybody. Yeah. Or I try to anyways. I love that. <laughs> but I like enjoying, like, I'm sure, like, your family enjoys your stuff that you post and, like, mm-hmm. your blogs. And, like, that's something that people, your parents can show other people physically when they're with people. My mm. mom's like, did you see my daughter's podcast? <laughs> yeah, no, it's right here. This girl right here? Yeah, that's her. Aww. I'm like, mom. <laughs> She's like, what? who's on your pod? I'm like, Mom. It's okay. It'll all become pod. clear eventually. That's <laughs> what I keep telling myself. One and day they'll all understand. Yeah, and like sometimes my dad will be home. I'm like, I have an interview. He's like, oh, with who? And I'm like, no, for my podcast, Dad. And he's like, oh. I was like, so shh, don't It work. sounds like such a joke, but people honestly don't realize how lucrative the podcasting business is. And now. how big it is right now. How crazy busy and so many it's opportunities. so I didn't realize how big it was until I started and then when I started I follow um Dear Media yeah and they are for those who don't know is like a female-based podcasting platform where most of them are females Mm -hmm. and it's huge Mm -hmm. like they said it's going to be like an eight billion dollar business yeah like that's crazy and my mom's like are you sure you want to She's like, I know you're not going to quit your job yet or anything like that, but like, are you sure? I'm like, Mom, if I can get a little piece of that $8 billion, I fucking deserve it. <laughs> a little crumb of it. I just it. want a, like one little like 0.0%. That's all I want, okay? Some interest-free 0.0%. And that's fine. And while everyone else is scared to get going because totally. there's so many other people yeah. fish in the sea, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're you're hustling you're out there you're yeah doing interviews every week you're building every week every week if not and the like weeks go by and they all add up yeah right? i don't you don't realize it and then actually last night when i was prepping for our stuff i was like holy shit i'm almost at 30 episodes yeah, exactly like and that was me with taking a month off wow i took a awesome. month off in between like i think july and august just because i needed to reset and mm-hmm. tash and i went over all of our stuff that we were gonna like rebrand with and it just I haven't stopped and I feel like when I do stop I'm like oh I'm so tired so I constantly keep myself going or else I find I get into like a funk where I'm just like ugh, I don't want to do this yeah I just get tired I don't know if it's like the COVID I tired think, or I don't know maybe what it maybe is. you're just getting burnt out I th- maybe I used to get like that and how did you deal with that I had to figure out what I needed to do every day in yeah. order to get my mental state into like a good place yeah not that I'm, like, a negative person no. at all. No, me neither. But I just have learned about myself that, like, I literally have to, like, do some sort of movement in the morning. Totally. I, you know, if I don't drink my water in the morning, mm-hmm. then it's probably not going to go well for me the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, If I, I don't know, I just kind of have learned, like, to listen to my body. Totally. That sounds weird. Yeah. And, like, I know what I need. If I feel like that, Mm -hmm. I literally just kind of stop what I'm doing if I can. Yeah. And I just kind of take a couple hours. Like, I know when I'm not productive. Yeah. And when I'm not productive, I know I need to, like, okay, turn this off. Yeah. Go have a bath. Read a fucking book. Or do something. Just do something to take yourself out of that. Totally. And then, naturally, you'll just, like, recharge and feel motivated again. Mm -hmm. Because I used to get like that a lot, too. Yeah. I've recently started to feel, like, not tired, but, like, I usually... I work a lot of evening shifts, so I'll yeah. start, like, at 3 or 4 in the afternoon and work till 11 or 12 midnight, and I'll go home and do, like, an hour of just emails or prep for the next day or whatever, and uh, and then I'll get up at, like, 9, 9.30, which to me is early. Like, before, for people who knew me, I would sleep till, like, 11 or 12. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which was a dream. I love sleeping. Sleep, <laughs> What's I could, your sign? I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. I, like, could sleep all drop of a hat, no problem. Yeah. Like... If I got comfortable here, this wall is really... <laughs> I could sleep, no problem. Like, I have... My boyfriend looks at me, he's like, are you sleeping? I was like, yes, I'm sleeping. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I find that I'm getting a little bit tired. So I'm hoping that... I think now that I've had a good couple interviews under my belt that I've prepared <clears throat> for, I can kind of chill out in those weeks and just, like... Exactly. Fly by a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's hard, because people don't realize that it... This industry burns you out, too. And being creative is It's exhausting. tiring. <laughs> it really is. I know. So, I've yeah. come up with, like, a bunch of ideas for, like, episodes I want to do, and I'm just, like... Batch them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, like, just for a rainy day if I need something, like, just mm-hmm. in the back of my head, and I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Okay, we're talking about this today. <laughs> I was asking about your sign because I feel like I'm very, like, energetic. I don't mm-hmm. know, like... 
my energy is like what I'm listening to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when my energy plummets, yeah. that, that's when I know to do those things. So you mm. sound like you're very similar to me. Yeah. I'm, when I'm on, I'm on. Like yeah. I will go on my phone, on my computer, with my iPad yeah. going, and I just have like this whole, like, you should see my bed. It's crazy. I have like everything in a circle. Mm-hmm. And then my dogs try to like jump on yeah. the bed. I'm like, hey, dudes, not right now. Like, <laughs> we got shit to do. Or like when I have an interview and I'm like, Okay, we're not gonna bark, okay? Oh god. Like we are not barking and I just throw them outside. I'm like, just do whatever you want, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> oh my god. Because I have three and they're just like crazy. Oh my god, I have one and I no. My last podcast recording <laughs> I did do on a Zoom. Oh god. Bark. No, he doesn't really bark. He just kinda like wandered into my office. Yeah, mine like scratches at doors. Door. Yeah. God. He scratches at doors and I'm like, God, I love you, but stop scratching at the door. I'm like, you better hope they don't hear you. <laughs> like oh. Or they'll sit and just be quiet. It just depends on the guest. But oh. if I'm recording with someone in the house, like my mom or my dad, which I've done um, interviews with them for, like, Mother's Day and stuff yeah. like that, they're, like, all need to be in the room with us at the same time. I'm like, really? Out. And then they're licking. I'm like, stop licking the microphone. Like, <laughs> like, it's very distracting. It's very distracting. You don't realize how much is distracting when you're oh, yeah. trying to focus on something. Yeah. I feel like I have, like... ADD, where I'm like, <laughs> what? Squirrel? Dog? Okay. Oh, God. Doorbell? Like, fuck. UPS had to come right now? Like. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Anyways, that's where we'll leave it. I'm so excited that we got to do this. I'm so grateful that you came to meet me. Um, and this was such a fun conversation. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, let everybody know where they can find you, read your blog, and anything you want to plug. Oh, wow. Um, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for letting me come here to the studio. To the studio, thank you. Um, you guys can follow along on Instagram at theworkinggirl.ca, and that is also where my blog can be found, theworkinggirl.ca. See? That's as simple as that, you guys. (laughs) All you have to do is start. Well, thank you so much. um, Thank you. And we'll hope to have you back soon. Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for listening to my episode with Sydney from theworkinggirl.ca. Like I mentioned earlier, she was so much fun to chat with and just genuinely taught me a lot in the 45-minute conversation afterwards that we had had. Um, So I definitely look up to someone like this, and I'm really glad that we got to meet. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have any suggestions, people you want to see, any tea that you guys want to spill, please head to at Tea with Tash Podcast on Instagram and DM me. Let me know what you think. Also, if you love this interview, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you guys get your podcasts. I am so excited to have you guys see what I've lined up for you guys come the next couple months into the new year. And yeah, I'm just so excited. So Until next week, sit back, relax, and leave spilling the tea to me. Bye, guys. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just $25 a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.